Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are... We've got some bad news. We've got some good news, and we've got some bad news, and we've got some feedback. I guess I guess the truth is we've got bad news and rumors of good news. <laughs> so <laughs> That might we're, also be bad we're, news. We're holding on to the small shreds of positivity in the world. That's what we're here for right after this. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall hit us, hit us with that five-star review. Uh, let's let's get something positive in here. We got Krista16 saying, best MCU podcast out there. Matt and Jeff are awesome! Exclamation mark. I started listening right around Infinity War and went back to listen to the other episodes. I like that it's strictly MCU-based and not so much focused on the comics. I grew up on the TV and movie side of Marvel and not so much of the comics, so this works for me. I've just now gotten into comics, but that won't change the love I have for this podcast. I enjoy their chemistry as hosts, and unlike everyone else, I enjoy this rambling. <laughs> I like that they stay on topic and throw out cool theories for the MCU. Uh, they make me think, lol. I also like the written-in feedback from fans because their theories also make me think, lol. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh, thank you, Krista. And what do you mean, unlike other people, you like the rambling? What else are people here for? <laughs> that's what I'm here for. That's, that's clearly what we're here for. Um, yep. <laughs> I like... But I do like the backhanded nature of, unlike everyone else, I like this thing. <laughs> Is that a compliment? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Who's that a compliment for? I don't know, man. Nonetheless, thank you, Krista. That's a very kind review. Uh, and and a little uh, pushback on the feedback that we don't cover enough comic stuff. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So there's people out there looking for this kind of content. And this is what we do. <laughs> Uh, unapologetic <laughs> about we're it. here to give it to him <laughs> x gonna give it to you um <laughs> matt uh, sorry i've been watching a lot of x-men movies oh oh yeah totally that's exactly what everyone was thinking and you saying mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> man this quarantine's getting to you it, it is man it is dude this quarantine's been rough i guess uh starting off the news uh with some stranded panda actually multiple stranded panda things to talk about today uh first off since it's quarantine time uh we are doing a special thing for our, our listeners out there if you're interested we are going to be uh I, I promised this a couple weeks ago that if my work got canceled i would cover altered carbon uh and my work is very canceled so i'm not going to be working <laughs> this month basically uh which is rough it's a, it's a hard time but in the meantime we are going to be doing um live stream podcasts and watches with our patrons. So uh, if any stranded, if you're a patron of any stranded Panda podcast uh, and, and there's really three Patreons right now for that, there's us, there's superhero ethics and there's DC on screen. If you are a patron of any of those three, uh, we're going to uh, be doing a Netflix w uh, party watch. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's a thing that's being popularized because of this whole COVID situation. Uh, but basically there's a thing, there's a Chrome extension called Netflix party. Uh, you go to the Chrome extension uh, and, and add it to your Chrome. And then we, we're going to send out a link to the patrons. And if you click on that link, it will take you to your page to watch Netflix, but there's a chat bar and it is mutually controlled by everyone so that we can pause it and talk or whatever. So I don't know, kind of cool. And then we're going to go live on Twitch 
which will basically just be all of us watching it and using Twitch as a chat room and a, um, there might be instances where something so crazy happens that we pause it and me and uh, Matthew West Fox are going to just freak out about something or be like, what do you think going on with this guy? Let's just talk about it right now. You know, stuff like that. So we're <laughs> going to do this. Let's dig in right this second. It's going to be kind of an interesting, like, weird way to watch it. I, I don't know. Uh, we're just going to try it. Uh, the the Like I said, the, the, the Netflix party is for any patron of the shows, and uh, but we'll be doing the live stream for everybody. So uh, if you want to try to just time it with us and watch along on Netflix, or if you just want to watch it the day before and join us around noon, we're going to do a, a live stream podcast of um, of that, of, of, of all the Altered Carbon episodes. And I, I don't know if I've said this yet. We're going to be doing it every day, uh, so every weekday, Monday through Friday, this week at least, and then kind of just depends on this quarantine situation. If we stay quarantined and we stay without work, we will keep doing them. Uh, just kind of thought it'd be fun. And um, I haven't even mentioned where yet, but we're going to be doing it on the Bingers Assemble feed uh, because I could not think of a better place to put that <laughs> it's like yeah uh, there's no better place to assemble bingers than on the bingers assemble feed yeah right it's like there's literally a crisis and we feel like we could provide some content to help uh help everybody get through their quarantine and we're literally assembling bingers to it just felt nice i like i like the uh, symmetry of that <laughs> <laughs> so uh so if you're not yet subscribed to bingers assemble and you like want to hear us uh, on our altered carbon coverage uh, go check that out. And um, also, to be perfectly frank, part of the reason we're doing part of it for patrons only, uh, which is only the watch part, you can you can still watch listen uh, to the the, li- the live stream or the podcast without being a patron. So it's going to be available for everybody. But uh, part of the reason we're doing the patron watch is because uh, honestly, about half of our stranded panda hosts are losing work because of this whole COVID thing. So if you're out there, you've considered contributing in the past, um, but, and you're still working. I know I've, obviously a lot of people are losing work over this, so we don't want anybody trying to give to our Patreon if they can't afford to give to our Patreon. But if you're one of those that's still working um, and you've thought about supporting these casts because you, uh, you know, uh, enjoy the, enjoy what we do, uh, it'd be a great time because really, uh, I think some form, all of the Patreons from Stranded Panda hosts from every one of those shows are losing work because of this current uh, pandemic quarantine situation. So pretty crazy. It's a really, really crazy time, you know? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a bit nuts. Um, our first news story actually involves exactly that. Oh, can I, sorry. Well, let me just tell you one, one more thing before, before we move on to the, the actual Marvel news. Um, uh, join the patron group if you can. Uh, there's going to, if you're a patron, it's this going to be stranded Panda patrons on Facebook. And we'll also be sending out emails, uh, with information on how to get that stuff. And if you're a patron, we'll also be putting it in the Patreon feeds. So that's how you can find that Netflix watch. Um, I just needed to say that. And also I have a Kickstarter. I'm not going to spend any more of your time talking about what we're going to be doing this week. Cause I'd know tons of stranded Panda news is probably annoying up top. So, but I just released a Kickstarter for the Star Trek albums that I'm making. Um, and it, 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 if you're not into Star Trek, but you just want to support the making of nerd music, uh, there's a, there are, uh, levels that are commiserate with that. If you just get a t-shirt, there's nothing, uh, Mar- uh Star Trek related on the t-shirt. It's just going to be, well, there might be, but it'll be like multiple nerdy things on the t-shirt. 
Uh, and so, yeah, if you're up for supporting a Kickstarter, again, if you're one of those out there that's still working. <laughs> so what you're saying is this t-shirt is sized to fit all fandoms. That's right. Good, good call. Let's see. You're a good copywriter there. <laughs> um, but anyway, those are the two pieces of news up top. I wanted to tell you guys about the daily streams we're going to be doing uh, starting on Monday and the Kickstarter. Oh, the easiest way to find the Kickstarter, strandedpanda.com, click on music, the music tab, and then it'll be a, a banner right at the top of the music tab at strandedpanda.com, and you can support the Kickstarter. Um, honestly, it is, I started the Kickstarter like a couple days before all this quarantine stuff happened, and I don't think, I'm kind of not thinking it's going to fund at this point because there's just not much action on it yet. Although, one of the actors from Star Trek uh, supported it. How cool is that? That is really cool. I wrote a song about her character and I sent her it to her on Twitter and she wrote about how much she liked the song, but then she wrote and, uh, she, she like, it just went to the Kickstarter, which she must've found just from like hearing about it in the video. I was just really impressed. It wasn't even a link or anything. She just like, she must have actually gone to strandedpanda.com. One of the actresses from Star Trek must've gone to strandedpanda.com, Jeff. Is it crazy to think about that? It's kind of crazy. Uh, it, it, was, it was very exciting. Anyway, uh, let's move on to some other news. Uh, re- some, 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 some real Marvel news here. Yeah, okay. Marvel's shut down. Damn it. Yep, that Marvel's over. Sorry, guys. Um, that's the news. Um, <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess we're done here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess let's talk about something else now. Yep. Uh, now, the report is that Marvel Studios has shut down indefinitely amidst uh, coronavirus concerns. Uh, that's kind of been the state of the world at this point. And, I mean, we really don't have much to to report on because um, nothing is happening now. Yeah. As of April 3rd. Oh, geez. Sorry. I reread the uh, the article now. Uh, the report also states that crew members were notified that as of April 3rd, they will no longer be employed on their particular project. Wow. Oh, uh, that's, that's pretty rough. awful. Uh, that sucks uh, for multiple on multiple levels. Obviously, that sucks for the crewmen who are losing their jobs. Uh, I, I feel you. I've had so many gig cancellations. I mean, it, everything. Uh, all gigs are canceled basically for this whole month, um, which... You know, being a musician, you know, the other time about all this government stuff, it's just like, yeah, but all that, almost everything they're talking about, with the exception of the like universal basic income kind of thing, basically requires uh, you to have a job. <laughs> Which, uh, when you're when you're an artist, you don't always have a job, and that's what these guys are going through, and that's awful. Uh, but yeah. it also sucks because it's going to create a weird discontinuity between the teams because if they fire a whole bunch of people or let them go. Um, those people are going to move on to try to do other things. You know what I mean? All yeah. those people have to pay their mortgages and they're all going to go like get jobs doing whatever. And, uh, you know, DC's going to hire them. Yeah, God. absolutely could. Um, now the, 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 the only saving grace from that particular outcome is that everything's going to shut down. DC's going to be shut down too. So yeah, uh, I haven't heard much about that, but I, that's just cause probably I don't listen to DC news. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a Jeff but for DC. <laughs> uh, that's like a it's like an alternate universe, like a Yeah, man, Bizarro Jeff. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like evil Spock, except it's Jeff. It's me, yeah. but with like n- clean shaven. I would, right? I would say mirror Jeff, you know, to, to throw the Star Trek reference in there. You know me and yeah. you, you know my love of Star Trek, but I do. I'm going to go with Bizarro Jeff because we're talking about a DC. Oh, because uh, it's a DC friend. guy, right? Yeah, Bizarro Jeff. <laughs> That makes so much sense. Totally. Yeah. Or and actually, that's really that's really good. Is, or are you Bizarro Jeff? Because that's like the regular DC Jeff, you know. And you're oh. and you're the Bizarro Jeff. Oh yeah, God. So we got to get Matthew Westfox on here. <laughs> is, is this a moral <laughs> conundrum? Yeah, man. Which which one am I? And am I right to be that one? <laughs> am I right to be the one that I am? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but. Amid all this stuff, the, the, the Marvel shut down. It's very sad. Um, it's not as sad as the other things going on in the world. We said it last week. Obviously, there's bigger, bigger fish to fry in the world right now. But we do have this some... This is our niche. Yeah, this is our niche. That's what we do. Uh, we do have some good news, at least Maybe. perspective good news because of a slip of... I don't know if it's even a slip of the tongue. It doesn't sound like it. Mr. Kevin Smith said in an interview that he has inside information. The way he described it sounded like it was multiple sources have discussed the idea that Daredevil would appear in Spider-Man. And his exact thing was he he was saying that basically he's heard multiple people involved in those projects uh, decrying the fact that that got out. Like saying like, I can't believe they found that out. Uh, I can't believe that that leaked. So... Who knows? Yeah. This is this is a guy who's not involved in the project. Um, may, maybe he's uh, maybe he's speaking in the world so that the fans will be irate if it doesn't happen. Who knows? Uh, he did just like lose his Marvel job, right? Didn't they just cancel all the stuff he was working on with them or something? Uh, Wasn't he I involved think he with was, Howard the Duck or whatever? Yeah, he was working on uh, animated stuff. Yeah, and... which I think that all got canceled. Yeah, I mean, it's everything. It's everything Marvel Studios. Oh, I, so. I, I thought that that stuff got, like, shelved before the Corona stuff. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that got that got indefinitely just shelved. Yeah, um, so so maybe, maybe he's pissed at Disney and he's like, hey, I'm going to tell your secrets. Um, who knows? Or, or, <laughs> That's such a dick move. It is, but I, I can totally see him. Uh, just like, well, who, who, just, who needs to keep the secrets now? They're not hiring me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was on uh, it was on his Fat Man Beyond podcast that he that he said that uh, the new Spider Man movie is going to have a lawyer in it, and it's going to be Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, and he specifically said Charlie Cox they're bringing in as Matt Murdock, which mm. is like phenomenal news. Yeah, if that's if it's true. If it's true, this is all couched in if it's true. So, like we said, we had bad news and good rumors. <laughs> That's that's kind of what we bank on around here, right? <laughs> I really hope this is true. I mean, everybody that's listening to this podcast or that has watched the Defenders series is, um, will agree with us and know that that's how we'll feel. Uh, Charlie Cox was an amazing Daredevil. After, especially after season three, like the way that that went. Uh-huh. Oh my god! You cannot, you can't have a better Daredevil. Yeah, absolutely. The, the end of that season just ended perfectly. The, and it basically set this whole first three seasons up as just an origin for Daredevil. You know what I mean? Like, he's, you've seen him kind of really come into his own. He's fought Fisk. He really, like, I don't know. It just, it, he, he, he's coming to, like, peace with himself. I just, I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. 
Yeah, he's accepted that he's a hero. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, I love it. Love it. That would be so good. It would, and and it excites me too because it looks like what they're doing is basically the same way. He also said that th- there's also this in the same rumor. I'm not sure where he said it or when he said it, but the same rumor is that they will then spin him off to his own uh, standalone movie. Have you seen that part of the rumor? I have not. Oh, really? Yeah, it's definitely it's been in all the articles I've read, uh, and he's what's what's really rad about that to me is they'd basically be bringing in Charlie Cox's daredevil the way they brought in uh black Panther, you know? Yeah. Just kind of an understanding of like this character exists already and we'll, we'll go talk about him later. But yeah. For right now, it's just deal with it. He's here. Yeah. And he's in a small role in the first movie and maybe even just as a lawyer. Uh, but I can't imagine if he's going to show up as a lawyer, surely we'll get at least a scene with him in the suit, right? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know he, it's got to focus on Spider-Man, though. I, I agree. I agree. But, man, like, sorry. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm processing my emotions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were able to make Civil War a Captain America movie while still including all those other heroes. And it still stayed focused and introduced Black Panther. And did a hell of a job with it, too. Yes, yes. I absolutely believe they could do this. Bring in Daredevil. Bring in Matt Murdock. Have them meet. Get Let them get to know each other a little bit so that we can get a Daredevil movie down the line. And this, man, all of this op- opens the options so that we could easily get a Fisk appearance in a Spider-Man movie. Oh, God, that would be so good. Yeah. I want Kingpin and Spider-Man. They, they belong at each other's throats, and I want it. Yeah, especially after that opening in, um, in the Spider-Man game. Yeah. Like... And and into the Spider Verse being what it was mm-hmm. like, we need those two to come to blows. Yeah, I know Kingpin has been in a lot of things, but I've always considered him part of Spider Man's Rogues Gallery. You know? Yeah, that's where he that's where he originally debuted was in uh, a Spider Man comic. Oh yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I just wasn't sure because I know he's been a little all over. Yeah, I mean he's just he's a he's a street level uh, New York villain. You know, even though yeah. he's like, you know, criminal kingpin, whatever. But Spider-Man has always been the one to stick up for the little guy. So, you know, having him be, I don't know, having him be, be so like big threat in the uh, in the films has been a little bit of a, a separation, so to speak, um, from what he originated as. But, I mean, Fisk has also kind of come up, you know, him being... Um, kind of the owner of a lot of uh, a lot of properties and and this you know building a huge criminal empire like he's not really street level anymore either. Yeah, especially if he can employ somebody like uh, like Adrian Toomes or um, mm. the Tinkerer to uh, to <sighs> outfit some people. What? Oh man, we've been talking about it a lot, and I don't know how. What if he's in the Sinister Six? You you knew I was going there. Why'd you have to beat me to the punch? Uh. We've been talking about it a lot. Who would be in the Sinister Six? How have we not brought up Fisk as a as a part of the Sinister Six? Because we haven't thought about the fact that it's been almost two years. Yeah, 
I heard since, a report this week that it was three years was the rule, and I'm not sure if that's true or not. I, I always heard two, but uh, apparently the Spider-Man movie will fall outside of both of those windows. It'll fall three oh. years after. So no matter what, they're oh, they're snap. outside the window, <laughs> and I want, I want it. I want it so bad. I want it. I need it. Me too. Me too. Uh, how about we dive into feedback, see what everybody else is talking about this week. See what everybody else wants. Mm. Ashley Coffin, what do you want? What do you want, Ash? <laughs> uh, she said, that's definitely Nat with red hair in the trailer. Your on-hand stylist confirms. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, she, she has helped us many times with a hair issue. So funny, and it's almost always uh, Natasha's hair. So it's like, she's like like literally our go-to, like, what is Natasha's hair doing specialist? <laughs> which, which has been so relevant <laughs> for these few movies. What's her hair up to? Yeah, it's been so, it's been like how we know what time it is, like what, what's going on in the timeline. It's so funny. It's so great. Her her hair marks the passage of time. It's the uh, it's the part that you know we really get a feel for how long it's been. It really and is. how much she really doesn't take care of herself during the uh, during the snap. Yeah, totally. It's so funny. <laughs> oh man, I didn't even think about that. Like she hasn't taken care of her hair in uh, in the five years since the snap. She just let it grow out and it's like ah whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, man, it, that's that's the whole. Uh, thing they're trying to do there and i i love that and i love that she, you know i love that she shows up blonde which we still haven't seen why and i have a feeling this movie's going to show us why which is just it's just such a funny thing and they do the same thing it's and and it sounds almost like a a thing they're only doing oh the lady's hair but they do the same thing with uh captain america's beard <laughs> i love that yeah. he shows up in uh in uh is it infinity war no it's, it's infinity war is it infinity war when he, it's he, shows, he shows up, with, up a with a beard. Yeah, but then in Endgame, it like cuts to him he's, he shaving it. it. And I love that. Yeah. I just thought it's such a funny thing. He shaves it like almost immediately in Endgame. Yeah, I'm not sure you ever seen him with the beard. And I have a feeling it's because Chris Evans didn't have a beard anymore. They, they let him cut it. And then they just cut to him in the mirror shaving his beard. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just so good. It's, it's, it's silly, but good. I like it. All right, let's see. Next up, Eric Capaz says, Hey guys, it's been a while since I wrote in, but I still love the show and you were always the first listen whenever a cast drops. I was listening to the Black Widow I was listening to the Black Widow final trailer cast and I had an idea. One of the issues that people have with Endgame is the sudden appearance of a new shield that Cap gave to Falcon at the end of Endgame. What if Black Widow told Cap about Taskmaster's shield and he used time travel to go back and take his shield and had it repainted for Falcon? It could even have been made by Howard Stark and stolen by the Red Room uh, in the intermittent years or by a Hydra member within S.H.I.E.L.D. and given to Taskmaster. This could solve the new S.H.I.E.L.D. issue in Endgame and tie things together at another level. Let me know what you think and keep being the best Marvel cast out there and the best geek cast network. Love Stranded Panda. Yay. Eric, who was formerly in China, Kapaz. Ooh, Eric, you. I hope you're doing well. I know... <sighs> I love I love Eric's theory. Let me throw that out there first. I think that's real fun. But can I just say? Can I just say? Oh my gosh! I just realized. Take your time. I just realized a thing. What? Okay, let's stay on Marvel. I'll come back to the formerly in China thing. Um, what if we see her give that shield? What if Old Man Cap 
shows up at the end of Black Widow to pick up the shield from her. Get out of town. You know? Like, it makes sense, because he never really got to say goodbye. Oh, man. You know? Like, oh, gosh, I'm loving this right now. Like, the... We lost Cap, but lost him to tie his time travel adventure. But like he lost Nat, and then and then he ha- and then he never got to say goodbye to her. He just had to like hear about it, you know. And then like, what yeah. if he shows up at the end of this, like whatever this battle is? Maybe she doesn't even know it's him. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense because then Natalie would have known Natalie. I'm calling her name from Iron Man too because I watched it the other day. Uh, <laughs> Uh, then Nat will know, uh, will will know maybe her future or something. You know what I mean? But you know, it could happen. I could totally see them working like an old man cap appearance to say goodbye. Maybe maybe he doesn't even reveal who he is or something. I don't know. That's Eric's theory led me to that, and I like it a lot from a character standpoint. I love his theory to get get the shield because that does tidy up that little piece of the. Yeah, multiverse, but man, how good would it be? That would be like real crazy, real, real crazy. If that's, oh man, that just, that lays out so much precedent though. Cause then like anything could involve old man cap. Like you could have Howard Stark and old cap working together in like the sixties. Yes. hundred percent. And, and have like the fantastic four starting their thing. Oh. And then, well, we just, like, we just talked about this two like on our two episodes ago on our pitches idea and man, yes, yes. Put old man cap in anything you want. And I'd, I'd rather hold off a few years cause I'm fine missing him for a little while, but put like older or slightly older cap in anything you want. Yeah. Give me aged Steve Rogers mm-hmm. in everything. Mm-hmm. Even just as like a consultant. That man ages like wine. <laughs> or a fine cheese. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of something that I was thinking about recently. That where, um, you know, everybody's buying toilet paper because of coronavirus care or whatever. Yeah. For some reason, everybody's buying toilet paper, and I'm over here buying cheese, because if you only go to the bathroom once a week, you don't have to use as much. (laughs) See, I'm I'm thinking, right? (laughs) Everybody goes right. I'm going left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to the far unhealthy side of this thing. Um, Yeah, my roommate came up the other day, and he saw the... um, three like mega blocks of cheddar cheese that I had in my, in my kitchen. And I was like, he was like, Oh, uh, you making something big for a party or something? And I was like, Nope. nope. Just went to the grocery <laughs> store. This is just the amount of cheese that we use when we cook a lot at home. <laughs> Cause we're going to make tacos one night and we're going to make, you know, casserole the next and this, the next, and they all require sharp cheddar cheese. <laughs> That's that's thinking ahead, right? Mm-hmm. You get a, mm-hmm. you do a bunch of things that use the same ingredients. You just bulk buy four things, and then you make everything out of it. Yeah, man, I had some really good burritos just a minute ago. Just just all right. Just okay. Oh, f- all right. I said the formerly in China thing. You want to hear the craziest thing of this whole coronavirus that I've experienced? Uh, Tell me. This that's not true. There's way crazier. Like the the disruption. The disruption to life is is insane. But like this girl. 
was at my show like two months ago and I go up, uh, she, they, the, her and her boyfriend were really like super ta- super, uh, reactive to the music and they kept requesting stuff and they kept tipping and they were very kind. So after the show, I went over and I was like, Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, appreciate y'all. And, I, and they say, yeah, we'll sit down and have a chat with us. And I talked to him for a while. We talked for like five, 10 minutes. And then she says, yeah, I'm actually here from China. And I was like, oh, wow. And she's like, yeah, they sent us home because of the coronavirus fears. And I was like, oh, wow, crazy. I'm, uh, that's That's got to be really disruptive. Um, and then she's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be in quarantine for two weeks, but I'm asymptomatic. I'm not symptomatic. It's fine. Oh, God. And this was two months ago before we had a case here. Um, and, and now we know people can have it and be completely asymptomatic. And I immediately, when she said that, I was like, all right, well, I'll talk to you guys later. (laughs) I just got up and left. (laughs) I was like, uh, this is not quarantine coming to the bar is not quarantine. Oh, that's the worst (sighs) people. Cause then you're going to spread it to everybody around you. I, I understand that not everybody can shut down their whole lives, but if you've been exposed or you think you've been exposed or the CDC is recommending you quarantine, freaking quarantine. Just quarantine. It's going to be hard on everybody, but we got to work together. Yeah. Social distancing is tough, but damn it. Distancers, assemble. Or no, don't. Don't assemble. Don't disassemble. <laughs> Maybe. Three feet, three feet apart. Maybe we should call that uh, series this week, Binger's Disassemble. <laughs> oh. Hmm. <laughs> it's Binger's Assemble virtually. <laughs> Get it? We got it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure, we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll workshop that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ayan Maker said, Hey guys, love the podcast. Got some feedback on the new Black Widow trailer. Uh, in one of the scenes, it shows him analyzing a security camera of Black Widow kicking people in Iron Man 2. In Captain America the Winter Soldier, there is security cam footage of Cap kicking up the shield, but where is there footage of Black Panther doing his arm? his cross arm claws out pose. There are no security cameras of him doing it in the Avengers infinity war final battle. Mm. I don't remember if he did it, but if I had to guess his fighting, showing his fighting style, I would say in the, uh, freeway scene, possibly. You're talking about in the, uh, in civil war when they were doing the chase. Yeah. Civil he war. did not do the crossed arms, uh, claws out thing. He did that on the roof, actually. Oh, okay. when uh, when Bucky jumped out on the roof. No, he didn't do the crossed arms thing. Sorry, his claws came out on the roof, but he was standing in a um, like arms out, arms wide kind of stance. And they did you know one two on the claws. Yeah, I don't know. And then Bucky was like, "I'm out." <laughs> I. It's very possible uh, that we've seen him do it near a security camera before, but I also think it's very possible that like. He just, he's, he's seen it some other place. You know what I mean? We've talked about it, but like, maybe he's fought with him before, or maybe someone he maybe knows has fought. Maybe T'Chaka. Yeah, maybe he fought T'Chaka, as we discussed in our uh, pitches episode. I feel like really our pitches are bringing the whole universe together. We really, they need to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Our backstory pitches <clears throat> from two episodes ago. Hey, speaking of, Dylan Diggs wanted to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Go for it. He says, just catching up on the Batman and Bane episode, a few thoughts about the pitches. <laughs> I love that, that that's the that's the focus of that episode was the Batman and Bane. Well, I, I titled it that. And then what, did, yeah. I t- what did I title it? I titled it something like, hot takes on Batman and Bane voice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doesn't it have to be like <laughs> relatively <laughs> timely in order to be hot? Well, no, that's the whole. Uh, yes, that is the joke, Jeff. <laughs> it's like, well, it has to be timely, but more than timely, it has to be something that no one said before. That's like what a that's fair. That's what a that's hot fair. take means. And I and I said it was. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was a very funny title. Thank you. Thank was, you for laughing. It was timely, and everyone <laughs> does not agree with this. Yeah, this uh, is everyone this is loves the Batman and Bane voices. Real fresh. No one's ever criticized the Batman and Bane voices before. <laughs> no one has ever made these jokes. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, Dylan Diggs was just catching up on that and had a few thoughts about our pitches. <laughs> mm-hmm. One, an altered carbon podcast would be awesome, mostly because I really want to watch it. However, increasingly, if there's not a Stranded Panda podcast connected to it, I'm much less likely to watch it. Me getting through The Witcher and The Boys without a connecting podcast, for example, was a minor miracle. Uh, Sure, there are other podcasts connected to those, but I don't like new things. It's a problem. (laughs) First off, let me go and respond to this number one, because I don't think that's a problem. I think you're just listening to good tastemakers. Uh (laughs) Yeah. The Witcher and The Boys were both phenomenal series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, if, depending on how this quarantine goes, we're going to do whatever it takes, 18 days of, so it's about three weeks of uh, Altered Carbon, and then we're going to jump into The Boys. If, if, uh, If quarantine ends, we probably won't be able to do the entire thing every day, but... um until until quarantine's over, we're just going to keep doing an episode of something every day so that we all have something to talk about and write in about. And I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to just do this daily. It'll be fun. Yeah, man. Let me know when uh, when you guys get to The Witcher, because that's one that I want to talk about. Hey, uh, well, if you find yourself a partner for The Witcher, you can just also do it. No. Uh, you don't need us. You can just do, do. You can do it separately. It actually would be more efficient if you were to create more content if you just did it. You know, nah. throw, throw. <laughs> I don't have time for that, man. I, You're like, got, I have a job. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to say That's it. That's why I said it for you, man. It's okay. And I would be like, hey, I still have a day job. <laughs> I still have a thing I have to do for work and money. <laughs> Loser. Did you guys hear him say that? That was Jeff. Jeff said man. that. <laughs> See, we got to figure out which Jeff is the best Jeff to be, and it's clearly not this no, one. No, you're definitely the bizarro Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, bizarro Jeff's a dick. <laughs> Number two on Dylan Diggs' message. God. Yeah, getting through it. <laughs> getting through it. The narrative-driven musical podcast sounds great, but goddamn, it sounds like a lot of work. Oh, it it is a lot of work. Uh, we are... Almost finished laying out a plot, though, and I've got two songs. So I'm really excited about that. It's work that Matt freaking loves. So I do it, freaking love it. It's not work. See, so here's the thing. I do this work, the Star Trek album, and now this narrative-driven musical podcast, and the Black Widow album that I'm working on that I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. I'm trying to come up, do it. Um, I'll, just, I'll just say the details. I'm trying to do the Bla- a Black Widow EP in time for... Black Widow coming out that I do a song based on each one of her appearances, which Mm -hmm. I'm excited. It's going to, it's fun. Uh, I've written a couple Mm -hmm. songs already, but um, yeah, the, 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 it's, it's a lot of work. The problem is it doesn't have, there's no money in it. So like I would, I would wake up and make music and write every day if I could. That's all I did. I, that'd be my thing, man. But 
it's tough because it's a lot of money. It's a lot of work, but there's no money in it yet. <laughs> so we're gonna yet. we're gonna keep working on that. <laughs> we're gonna build that money thing. StrandedPanda.com. Click on the music tab and go to the Kickstarter. <laughs> you can even I'll build that money. You can thing. even commission a song, uh, and you can ask me to write about Marvel or DC or Firefly, whatever. Just you commission a song about a character or an episode. It's a it's an expensive tier, but it is there. <laughs> I'm you know after you said uh, that you you wrote the song about Natasha from in Iron Man two uh-huh. from Tony's perspective. Yeah, that makes me think that I want to be the next one is from his perspective about her. I want to be the next one on her list. Oh yeah, yeah totally. Next one on her list. From Left to Burn by Matthew Carroll. Check it out on Spotify or Apple or Google. Sorry. Uh, Took you a while to catch going it. Into pit, going into pitch mode. Uh, all right. <laughs> What's, what else is Dylan? Last thing. Last one. All right. Here we go. Dylan, Dylan says, three. Regarding Black Widow, I'm actually starting to think maybe Taskmaster isn't a person. Maybe he's some kind of AI. And if so, he's probably Stark Tech because Tony Stark makes or is half the villains in the MCU. Or he's Ultron. I don't know. Half baked, maybe. Thanks, y'all. I don't hate this idea. You know, there was that part in uh, Cap Three in Civil War where Stark says, "Analyze his fighting style," and then he takes in the information, or the the, the AI takes in the information, uh-huh. and then is ready to deploy countermeasures and fight back. Yeah. What if that sort of thing is what? That's what Taskmaster is. Yeah, that's a, totally a possibility. Um, I don't. It doesn't appear to be a suit exactly, like an Iron Man suit. It appears to be a little closer to the, his body, but we have never seen his face, and it's it, and we don't know who's under there. So it's very possible. Uh, it's vision. Yeah, <laughs> that it's vision. Yeah, actually, yep. Ion Ion Maker. Um, I'm I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. She wrote in earlier too. But she found a thing on Google that says OT Flagbenel, which is an actor, I guess, uh, is playing him. Uh, Google had some sort of information, and I looked it up, and he is listed as playing someone else in uh, in Black Widow. So there is a actor associated at least on Google at some point, but it looks like they deleted it. So I don't hmm. know. There's, there's some sort of guy, but who knows that could just be who's in the suit or like who's playing, who's, who's playing the whatever AI, who knows? I don't know. I don't, but the only, the only thing I think, the only thing that gives me um, pause on the AI idea is the line in the trailer. And it's not like they haven't lied to us in the trailers before, but the idea in the trailer that she mentions, she made a lot of enemies uh, and, and it, you know, cuts, cuts to her fighting him on that bridge. Now, if, right. if this is really an enemy she made before all the, before all this, uh, before she joined, was an Avenger, then it's probably not a Stark AI. No, man. She, she doesn't have the careful surgical hand that Tony Stark has. And when she says she made a lot of enemies, she literally made this enemy. <laughs> she crafted this guy yeah. from Stark AI and, and the robotics and like, and the vision thing, like and the Ultron, all of it. She put it all together <laughs> and oops, a taskmaster. She said before she was an Avenger though. <laughs> no, she's been taking all this stuff 
behind the scenes uh-huh. years yeah decades yeah. yeah you're right you're right mate sometimes they lie in the trailers you're right i'm a hundred percent on board um <laughs> <laughs> we have so much more time to craft crazy off the wall theories now oh i know they... right i am <sighs> i'm very sad that they moved it back i am uh yeah, but we'll just keep having fun man we'll keep having fun with theories it was just getting <sighs> The the hype was at that fever pitch already, you know? I was so ready. Yeah. And now I am And then they took it away. I've got blue eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the term I want to use for that. I I feel like it's a perfect term. <laughs> uh I've got blue eye balls. <laughs> yeah. I mean they're blue, they're sad. Because they don't no, get to minor. see. They don't get to see. They got they got really excited, you see. They got all worked mm-hmm. into a frenzy. Yep, tell me. Really ready really ready to yep. to to achieve the desired uh, yep. thing, which is watching Black totally. Widow. Sure. And now they're they're blue. They're very sad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because of because of, it's no longer a thing. It's, it's it not got coming for taken a while. away. It, it, it got pulled. Oh pulled my god! Away. Did you really just say that? And now, mm. uh, now, now my eyeballs have to wait a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's Stephen Bromwitz have uh, to say? <laughs> man, Stephen Bromwitz says, "Guys, oh wait, sorry, there's a question mark there. So it's guys. I can't wait for this one." Thanks for the cast to preface. Some appetizer, if you will. Sad thought, however, this movie may not have a happy ending. The only family members, quote-unquote, that likely make it out of this film alive are Natasha and Clint, since no one else appears later in the MCU. It will be heartbreaking to learn to love Iron Maiden, Red Guardian, Yelena, etc., just to see them die. Even Taskmaster. Rough stuff. Um, except, uh, by the time we see... Like, there's no reason to think that Red Guardian and Iron Maiden, and especially Taskmaster, would have been involved in the events of uh, Infinity War, necessarily, because it's really just the Avengers plus uh, the Wakandans. Uh, And then it's very possible that any character that we didn't see in Endgame was snapped away. And and then it's it's very possible that Wong didn't know to go get uh, Iron Maiden or, you know... Red Guardian. Red Guardian. So I think it's or I think Yelena. it's completely feasible. Uh, even Yelena. I think I think there's a lot of a lot of rumors going around that she might be dying. Uh, not really rumors, just speculation based on the trailers and such. But yeah, mm. that would be real sad. Mm-hmm. And now we got to wait longer to find out. Damn it. Yeah. Marshall Naylor says to us, hey guys, where I live in Maryland, the state has closed all schools from the 16 to 27 range because of the uh, COVID-19. As a teenager, that really affects everything I do. I don't want it to affect the MCU too. The MCU is my life. I know the exact order and year of release of every MCU movie. Yeah, that's how much of a life I need. <laughs> let, I'm gonna, let me go ahead and bump the brakes here. That does not show that you need a life. Mm-mm. That shows that you have a life. The MCU is your life. Come on, man. Get on board. It's okay <laughs> to be a nerd. It is fully okay to be a nerd. And it, there is nothing wrong with knowing all the releases. It, it doesn't mean you can't you shouldn't have life all around. And I, I think I think he Marshall is probably being uh overstating it a little bit for, for comic effect. Nah. No. <laughs> 
Everybody that writes in is always completely serious, and so are we. Just, just saying, you know, there is life outside of Marvel. I mean, we're doing an Altered Carbon uh, rewatch tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just like other nerdy stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's life outside of the MCU. We have a whole stranded panda network. Well, I, di- I didn't mean to promote what I was, uh, but that is also a good joke. Uh, I was just, I was meaning just like... <laughs> Like pick another pick another property. There's stuff outside of Marvel and Marshall. Marvel Marshalls hard to say. Uh, there's stuff outside of Marvel. Uh, there's also DC and Star Trek <laughs> and Star Wars. There's all kinds of important stuff. You could be a fan of everything uh, and never sleep. <laughs> he says. Anyway, I'm worried about this uh, this COVID nineteen thing. I'm worried that it will not only affect my social life, but my MCU life as well. Secondly, I completely agree with you that Bane's audio is terrible. Batman's voice is too, but only Batman begins. Lastly, sorry for the long email. In the comics, Taskmaster's real name is Tony Masters, and the fuck you Siri had me dying. Oh, yeah. I forgot I left that in. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you remember that when I was talking I, and Siri started I talking? I do remember at me. you saying that. Yeah, I, th- I don't think I meant to leave that in, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Whoops! Uh, yeah, that was uh, Siri. Different Siri. Friggin' Siri. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, and he says, "Last thing I promise." The huge no, budget for Falcon Winter Soldier means that the new Avengers thing could totally happen. Yay! Oh, yeah. Like a new Avengers TV show? Yeah. Well, you know, it it could lead to new Avengers uh, if it wasn't delayed. You know, all of this is really, like, it's really sad that all of this is, like, such good stuff. Like, the the budget being huge for Falcon and the Winter Soldier was, like, leading to such great stuff. And now it's just been indefinitely delayed. And, you know, Black Widow coming out so soon it would have been so soon but delayed mm-hmm. and then wandavision and loki like all of it everything has been put on hold yep and i and you know i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and say i like feel real bad for disney um uh but i, I mean i do in that like they were really working on some stuff here and like they had some really cool stuff coming down the line and now we're we're, we're not gonna see it and they are putting a lot of money and time into like building up disney plus although i will say this is probably all the streaming services um i I just wish they had finished um i wish they'd finished falcon and winter soldier before this or one of the marvel series because now like so many people signed up for disney plus because of the marvel series and now who knows if they're going to be on target to hit it you know yeah i think that uh we we need to Support what they're doing with putting movies in digital form, like releasing yeah. them, you know, on on Disney Plus or on you know video on demand or you know home video, whatever, um, and just show that the market is there and show that we're willing to do that in lieu of going to theaters. Yeah, there's a, there is a Disney movie that, it, they, that they actually put last week. We talked about the Trolls thing, I think. Didn't yeah, we talk about that on the podcast? Yeah, did, Onward, uh, since then, Onward is now online, and I have a feeling that's an even more likely uh, analog than Trolls, because Onward is actually a Disney movie, um, yep. and to be honest, it's, it looks a little geekier, 
um, and it looks a little uh, looks a little nerdier. It look it's like about a wizard family and all this stuff. So I am pro- that one is one that I think I could get behind and buy. I trolls. I was just like I have no interest in trolls. I, I, I may, <laughs> it may be a wonderful film, but I I just don't have an interest in it. But um, yeah. I think I'm going to buy Onward or rent it. It's twenty dollars to rent, which is close to what we were talking about last week. We we would be okay with. You said you were okay with it. You better honor that. Yeah. I, well, I I said I was okay with that for Black Widow. Uh, I wouldn't normally rent Onward for that price, but just to support what they're doing and to raise the likelihood of, of Black Widow, I might I might rent Onward. But yeah, I'm definitely definitely renting The Hunt which is Damon Lindelof's new movie. Uh, Damon Lindelof, if you guys don't know, he did the... um, He did the Watchmen Watchmen series, series, which I still maintain is the best series I've ever seen. Um, And yeah, I I was thinking about covering The Hunt as part of my... As a Who Watched the Watchmen episode because I just think Lindelof's a genius. And maybe we'll just change the title of Who Watched the Watchmen to like... Who watched the Lindelof? Who watched Lindelof? Um, yeah, because <laughs> I, yeah, I really, really love Watchmen. As a writer, he just did an amazing job with that series. So yeah. I, w- I want to see more of his stuff. Uh, and he has he has a few other movies I haven't seen. So I'm gonna try to dive in and just like watch everything he's ever done. But he seems to be getting better, like successively better as the series go on. Lost was good, but it had a little too much of that J.J. Abrams mystery box going on. Yeah, and then leftovers, I think, was a better show, but it wasn't as fun of a show. And then Watchmen was an even better show, and it was more fun. Um, and so, yeah, Watchmen is just a pinnacle right now for me of television. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, in regard to Onward, <laughs> um, Disney has put it out for. Uh, purchase on various digital platforms as of yesterday. Uh, it's going to be home video released on March 24th, and it's going to hit Disney Plus on April 3rd. That's two weeks away. Wow. Uh, so we can uh, we can go ahead and start supporting that. I mean, it just hit theaters March 6th. So yeah. it's, a, it's what, two weeks out? It's been out for two weeks now, and they're already putting it digital for everybody. Yeah. So, you know. Well, Back and, that, and man. They basically put it out in theaters and then realized, oh, no one's going to theaters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. Available on digital. I was on Amazon last night and saw it, and I was like, what? The Hunt? Because The Hunt I was in the same situation. It came out around the same time, and it was in theaters, and I was really planning to go. And then a friend of mine, uh, I found out she was going, and I was like, eh, but, but. I, I don't know. I was I, I'm wor- I was worried then about going and sitting in a theater. I was talking to Alyssa, who works in healthcare, my girlfriend, and she w- I was like, "Do you think it's okay to go to like the theater right now? Like, if I like go with like like clean the chair or something, and before I sit in it, I don't know what's 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 the protocol for me to go in the theater?" And she's like, "I probably just wouldn't go. <laughs> it's 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 kind of as far as we know, it's in the air and uh, yeah, it's airborne." Yeah, or is it? Well, it's it's not necessarily airborne. It doesn't aerosolize, but it's like it stays in the air for. Uh, I've heard estimates of like a few hours after people are breathing that air, it can be in that air still, which is oof, so scary. That's rough. I, uh, I I read a joke that was um, maybe in poor form, uh, but it's what's the difference between COVID nineteen and seven thirty seven max. COVID-19's airborne. Oh, 737 Max, the plane that went down? 
is the is the Boeing plane that was having so many issues that they had to just completely pull from all airlines. Oh, gotcha. So it's the one they grounded because of a wreck. It's not an actual plane. <laughs> I guess the, the taste of that joke hinges very delicately on the fact if you're talking about a specific plane that crashed yep. or, or, or just the general plane. Man, we've had a rough year. The airline industry has had a really <laughs> rough year, you know? Like, all these planes yeah. were grounded, which those planes being grounded caused tons of problems in the airline industry. Um, and now, obviously, we're having way worse problems. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a crazy time, man. It's just a crazy time. So dark humor is not good? I, is that where, we're, is I that where th- we landed? Did, I, I think, who was I talking to the other day? I don't think it was us, I guess. It was somebody on a podcast, I think. But I was just saying the other day, like, I think I've realized I am just not a guy for dark humor. Like, <laughs> not that I can't enjoy it, but like, I don't pull it off well. I am not a comedian. Like, that's, I'm. Oh, you were talking about how you're, you're not the, the roaster kind of guy. Yes. You can't be the yeah, asshole. that's it. That's it. I'm not the asshole. I'm not the roaster. I'm not the guy who makes the edgy joke. And so I, I just steer clear. But, you know, uh, to each his own. I don't really have a problem with other people making edgy jokes. I just don't. I just don't because I. We're gonna have a lot of people write in telling me about how edgy jokes are just bad and in poor form. Uh, well, but yeah, but we'll also have tons of people writing in saying like, "Make as edgy a joke as you want, <laughs> free speech, buddy." Like it's, it's and and they're both right. <laughs> I love it when everybody's right. <laughs> when everybody's right, that means I'm not wrong. Oh no, everyone but you. <laughs> No, you said everybody. That's inclusive. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. All right, so let's move on from my bad joke and uh, get into some more feedback. Andre Sparks said uh, to us, Hey, guys, with everything being closed, I finally sat down and finished Runaways. <laughs> That's good a reason well, as any. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, better late than never. Uh, then I listened to your podcasts about it. Am I the only one who noticed the Victor Von Doom reference in the finale? Future Chase says, don't trust anyone named Victor. And that's how he got the scar. What did you all think of that? Any Chase runaways get referenced in Fantastic Four? Secondly, when Nico left to train, who was she training with? Wong's, uh, uh, Wong, since Doctor Strange and Wanda would have been snapped? Just wanted your opinions. Thanks, guys. Uh I love the idea that it could have been Wong or anyone from that, uh, that you know, Doctor Strange area. Uh, and I love the idea that it, Victor could have been referencing Doom. And it could have been. It could have been a nod to that. But, like, I just, after seeing that final episode, I can't in good conscience say that that show is in, in uh, the timeline, you know? I mean, even I'm not going to acknowledge that show anymore. Yeah, unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it, I really liked it uh, for the most part. And, I, and it doesn't have to be in the MCU to be a good show. But the type of speculation that we... The reason we have so much fun on this show is because because everything is somewhat tightly uh, written. and it's the does interconnectivity. It, the interconnectivity makes it fun to have these discussions. And so Andre here is bringing up two great... Uh, possible things, but it like they, they so broke the continuity for me. The fact that there's, I think six runaways in that show and none of them were snapped. Um, they just went on living their lives for the next five <laughs> years. Um, 
And obviously, we, we've discussed it in the past, but there's no aliens in that universe. But it, they do tie into things. It's just, I just, I, something about my nerd brain won't allow me to acknowledge that show is part of the MCU. I have to just be like, well, that's a different Darkhold. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, I, you know, could be. I doubt we'll get any kind of reference in Fantastic Four of Chase. I, 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 I am a hundred percent on that. <laughs> yeah, like any Fantastic Four that comes up, they're not even going to acknowledge that Chase ever even existed. Yeah, they're going to be like Runaways. Who? <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. I, I can't imagine them doing that. Uh, let's see. Next up, Trent said. At MCU Cast, IMO, if you do live streams, please do them on YouTube. I can't keep up with all this new stuff. Hashtag, I sound like my father. <laughs> sound like Matt. Uh, telling me? Yeah. What? I'm the one out there seeking the new stuff. I'm like, you and technology don't get along, man. I mean, I'm not good at it, but I, I think <laughs> I, I like, I don't, I don't, I don't just bail out. I don't say I can't keep up with this new stuff. I, I try. I try to keep up. I try so hard. <laughs> It's can, okay, Matt. It's not new stuff. I just I have a really hard time learning new things, and I don't mean new things to the world. I mean new things like that I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> if I encounter a thing and I'm like, "Ooh, I've got to learn that," I'm I'm pretty much just out at that point. Um, but I, I to answer Trent's question about YouTube versus Twitch, which is where we've been streaming up till now. I'm really torn because it seems, it seems, and I, and I may be wrong about this, we may experiment with both because it seems that the streams on Twitch are way better for attracting new uh, watchers, new people into the Stranded Pandaverse, um, because it's got just a whole different like group that like YouTube has become so siloed and it only, and if you look at your YouTube main page, it's basically only things you've searched for in the last couple of weeks or, or like channels that you know of, or just big name channels that everybody knows, you know, that's what a YouTube homepage looks like these days. Yeah. And it's not like, it's really hard to hit them, hit like somebody's page for them to even know you exist. Um, and it's not like, and, and in YouTube, it's called YouTube gaming, which yes, Twitch is also predominantly gaming, but like to get to our channel, if we were to stream to YouTube, people would, to find us, they'd have to click on YouTube gaming, um, or be subscribers already. So basically there's just like, it's very specific. It's, it's hard because people don't stream the kind of stuff we're looking to stream as much. Mostly people stream video games. Um, which we might do some of that. I, I've thought about just streaming the entire Arkham series because I love I love the Batman games a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it, to answer your question, it seems that YouTube is very siloed and hard to find new people. And I mean, the reason we're doing all these different things where we're streaming and da 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 is because we're trying to find new people to to d- d- dig the kind of stuff we dig and that um to to like to just spread out a little bit and grow this stranded panda thing um and it seems like twitch might be a better place for that but uh please let us know what you think if you if you if you are uh like trent and like you're like i'm not gonna go to twitch like that's just not it's just not where i where i live i I, with you i wasn't either until this week i've i've been really diving into twitch because i'm trying to learn how other people do it 
Um, but if you're if you're not a Twitcher, and it does seem like a much younger crowd, so maybe maybe our crowds, uh, more of our crowd is on YouTube. I mean, YouTube, everybody's on YouTube. That's the, the the good thing about YouTube is everyone's there. The bad thing is it's really everyone's hard there. to find new people. Yeah, everyone's there, and it's really hard to find new channels you've never. That you if you don't have a reason, if a channel isn't already popular and you don't go specifically to it, there's no reason to find a new channel. Like I've been yeah. posting all these Star Trek songs and I think I'm making really good content, but like, it's just not spreading around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's tough. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, man. So, it, well, if, you guys let us know though, if you think, if you're all like totally with Trent on this and you're like, I don't use Twitch, I'm never going to use Twitch. We're not following you there. Uh, let us know and we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what we'll the reaction see. is. We'll just see what you guys reaction is and we'll see if, if it makes sense for us to do YouTube instead. Um, yeah. You know, I didn't know that, uh, that Raquel had a, um, a Twitch channel at all until we went to Twitch like the other day and you were saying that she was on there mm-hmm. and like, that was the, the first thing that came up when I went to Twitch is, was her stream. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, oh, that's because you were under our Stranded Panda thing and she is, and I we, was logged on as me. Oh, that was really? just my homepage. Yeah, no, the other day when we were streaming, when we were streaming our podcast, she was doing a stream and had 6,000 people watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And our, like, our just f- go into twitch.tv, the, it showed her first. And I was like, yep. I was astounded. I was like, what? I, I know her. I've escaped rooms with her. Yep. Yep. We've been to escape rooms with Raquel. Raquel is actually, it's, it's really strange. Me and her, she, she's been in a few bands that I'm in. Uh, we, we, well, we've, we've played together in a, in a few bands and, um, her boyfriend, uh, who is one of my best friends. Like he, he, he was my sound man for years. And so I got to know Raquel for over a long period of time. And, uh, here and she she's grown this crazy big twitch following um she's she's very talented girl um really fun (laughs) really fun like i met her and she's 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 beautiful and she's um talented and she has that whole nerd thing going for her you know like where she's just like i'm just a geek girl you know i'm a geek gamer girl and when i first met her i was kind of like sure you are this seems like a, <laughs> this seems like a trap. Um, this is a trap right here. Yeah. And I mean, and, and she's a Twitch streamer. So, you know, that's a thing on, on Twitch where like people who don't know a thing about Marvel go in as, and they dress up as Marvel cosplays or whatever, because they like just are getting more followers or whatever, you know? Um, the, and then I, the, but then I got to know her and the more I got to know her, the more I realized she is straight up who she says she is on the, on the Twitch. Like she is very much the nerdy, fun like geeky girl and i I, she's awesome she's a great girl great great girl and 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 you know honestly that's another reason to use twitch is she is she has a huge following on there and we're friends and like i logged on the other day and she's like hey matt (laughs) like like calling me out to all her people um we there there is possibility for growth there because we do have some connections and and she's not the only one actually i've got a number of connections in the twitch realm oh look at you um Eh, not not Twitch connected guy. Not well. I got no Twitch game, but I have I have a few friends <laughs> that have Twitch game, um, and I keep finding more. I keep finding people like, especially now that the COVID thing is happening. I keep having people post on Facebook like, "Hey guys, uh, check out my Twitch channel if you want. I'm streaming all day because because the COVID." And then I check right. it out and like, oh, four thousand people watching your channel. Wow, you actually do this often, don't you? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a thing, man. 
but yeah, Raquel, Raquel Lilly is her name, by the way. I don't know if I said her full name. Uh, if you saw a few months, uh, maybe a year ago now, Nathaniel Muzzy for my last Kickstarter requested me learn a song. Oh yeah. yeah. She was in that. Yep. She was. Uh, and it was, um, hail to the geek by the deaf pedestrians. I did a cover of it and we, I like put my head and Raquel's head on different superhero bodies, like of, of action figures. And we sang the song and I was, I was proud of that video. I work, I worked really hard to like, I don't do special effects. So green screening our heads onto little superhero bodies was actually very difficult. <laughs> and so I, I worked real hard on it, learned a whole new skill. Um, but yeah, Anyway, Raquel's awesome. She's great. She and honestly, the truth is, like, I haven't really heard anyone. I, I have a, a number of friends who actually like make a part of their living by twitching. Like, that's like a thing they do. Um, I've never heard anyone talk about their live streams on YouTube. Like, any at least anyone I know. Like, and that I may just be total bias on my part. I just don't know any. It, like, all the musicians and all the gamers and stuff I know that do Twitch, they just do. Or they do Twitch. They don't do YouTube. So I don't know. You guys let us know. If you watch YouTube live, y'all let us know. Or YouTube gaming as it's called, which I just, I just kind of, if they called it YouTube live, which I know you can go live on YouTube. It's not like you can't with whatever you're doing, but. Well, there are, let's see, there are, there's YouTube live, which is separate from YouTube gaming. Um, you just you have to scroll down for both of them. You have to scroll down in the left, uh, the left menu bar, and it's not, it's just not a great navigation kind of situation, you know? Yeah, like it's not a it's not a great way to navigate. It doesn't seem like it's a good discovery platform. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like having to to go down through that and then like find the right thing there and then find the right channel there or just search for it like. It's not a, it's not a great way. It's, yeah. It's not, uh, it's not inclusive. It's not easy. It's not user-friendly. That's the word user-friendly. Yeah. And this, it, the, the thing that sucks is I hate marketing. I really do. I just, I wish I could just make good stuff and it would just get out into the world. But the more and more I do podcast, music, everything, the marketing piece is so important. And like yep. where you put yourself now, it's almost more important than making the good thing. It, it, well, absolutely. Absolutely. If you've got good marketing, you can, you know, get your stuff out there and do well with whatever you do. And it's just, it's real, it's real bummer how that works. Um, here because comes, I want to make good bizarre, stuff. Jeff again. <laughs> If you've got good marketing, you could be Cardi B. <laughs> uh, I, I have no comment on Cardi B. <laughs> uh, we should get to our next bit of feedback since we haven't done any in like 15 minutes. Yeah, we've just been talking about YouTube and Twitch and the 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 value the value of each. Uh, you guys, let us know though. That's the that's the that's the end of that story. Let us Thank know. God. We'll kind of keep up with how many people say, no, don't do Twitch. And how many people say, uh, yeah, Twitch is fine. <laughs> Those are the only options. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with Twitch. I mean, there's probably people in our listenership that are like, Twitch, I, do, I watch it every day. Please do Twitch. <sighs> Crystal 16, or Christ, I'm sorry, Krista 16 enjoys this ramble. It's fine. What? Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, that's right. She likes the ramble. Sorry, yeah. I, I was like, "How is she hearing it?" I, I got confused. 
That's okay. <laughs> I'm talking in the future, Matt. <laughs> I can see the future. Reco Chat sent us a message. One division question. With the X-Men on the MCU horizon, I've been trying to think of a way to retcon Wanda really being a mutant, which led to me wondering, how old is Wanda? Is it possible that Hydra believed the stone gave her and her brother powers, but that actually they just happened to hit mutant puberty while in Hydra's base? Uh, just a theory that I'd like to hear your thoughts on. You know, it's it's kind of curious that we have not seen a Wanda Maximov in the Foxverse. And our one Quicksilver, our one... Um, God, I keep wanting to say Evan Peters. Uh, but our, our one Pietro Maximov died. They could combine those verses and just have those two be, you know, best buds. Maybe not siblings, but best buds at the very least hmm or they or they could be siblings or they could just be siblings let's have that quicksilver come showing up over here and magneto could have been the father that died in that stark blast or whatever and then but then never got his powers awakened somehow hmm or he faked his death that's always possible with that little stinker <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Magneto referred to as a stinker. Oh, yeah. He's a stinker all day. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Record Jet also says, more random MCU question. While rewatching Iron Man 3, I realized how much I'll miss Tony all over again. And it got me wondering, if they ever decided to bring the suit back, which of the following would you guys prefer? And which do you see as the most likely? Morgan, Pepper, the kid from Iron Man 3 whose name is escaping me. His name is Harley. Uh, or maybe the most interesting could be Shuri doing a version of Ironheart. But I must admit, as a white 21-year-old white guy... Uh, I do wonder if it would almost be wrong to combine two African-American women just for the sake of convenience. But I know I speak for many when I say that I don't want to have to wait for T'Challa to die or move on before seeing Shuri as a real hero. As always, love the show and keep up the awesome work. Hmm. So, I know that... Who's going to pick up the armor? Yeah. So, of those options, if, you, if those are our only four options, I would go with Shuri. Uh, because she's the most interesting to me, but I haven't really seen what an adult Harley or Morgan would look like. Um, but that's not because she's being combined into, uh, the character from the comics of Ironheart. It's just cause she'd be a badass Iron Man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like just, she absolutely would, you know, it's not to outwoke you Reco jet, but <laughs> what if, what if, what if there can just be, what if she can be the uh, another female black uh, Iron Man and we don't have to compare her to Ironheart? Huh? Is that so? W I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing you. Um, but no, yeah, like it would it would clearly be a comparison that would be made, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. It could just be that a lot of Stark tech was left behind um, and left to the world to and Shuri is one of the most, you know, capable people to help. Uh, work on all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Or what if Shuri met a young, I don't What is Ironheart's name? Ironheart is Riri Williams. Okay. What if like Shuri meets a young Riri Williams and we have yet another very uh, African-American filled, you know, 
cast of characters and it doesn't have to it doesn't even have to be about Wakanda necessarily you know it's just another strong long back female you know yeah maybe Marshall Naylor also said I'm craving for Batfleck to be Daredevil again <laughs> I like it Marshall is responding to our last episode where we talked about Batfleck being Daredevil or Craven and he said I'm craving spelled wrong like the character for Batfleck to be Daredevil again. It's good. It's good. Good you know, job, Marshall. And, you know, that that's when we were saying that uh, it wasn't necessarily uh, Ben Affleck that did uh, a bad job. It was yeah. not, it wasn't his fault that Daredevil was such garbage. It was very likely the writing and direction. So I think with better, you know, with better people leading the charge on it and better writing, that he could be a good Daredevil. He could be... A, a decent he could be a good second place because charlie cox is obviously the best yeah man i completely agree charlie cox is is it all day like there's certain we're getting to a place in television where these characters are being played so well and and for so long like when you get three seasons of a television show like if you you've had spider-man before you've had batman before but it's like you see them for two hours maybe four if they're in two sequels or whatever and then it's just like they're they're you know and then you get them replaced and it's not a big deal but i'd have a really hard time accepting anyone else as daredevil at least as matt murdoch yeah we need to write a letter to charlie cox and be like sir uh, I'm offended that you did such a good job. Nobody can follow you. Yeah. How dare you? It would be really hard for anyone to follow uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Mm. It's true. I need more. I need more. Well, you might get it Wait. if Kevin Smith's rumors are right. Yeah. Let's hope they are. Let's hope they are. Let's let's hold on to that hope, guys. In these trying times, hope is all we have. And let's hang on to it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that. Uh, again, guys, two big things going on this week. Um, uh, first one being purely a, a call out to the to the people. If they can help out, uh, we've got the Kickstarter live. Uh, go to strandedpanda.com and click on music. And you can click on it and you can see me talk about my Star Trek album and what it means to me. But more than that, if this is successful, I'll be able to do more music. And I'm hardcore planning on some Marvel stuff already in the works. And so uh, if you get a chance, please go to serenadepanda.com, click on the music tab, and it's the banner right at the top. We'll lead you to my Kickstarter for the Star Trek double album. It would be awesome. Um, Secondly, uh, we're doing live streams every day this week, me and Matthew West Fox. So um, go go to twitch.t twitch.tv slash stranded panda TV, uh, or just go to twitch, twitch.tv and search for, or twitch.com. They both work. Uh, and then go to, um, stranded panda TV is the name of our, is our name on there. And we're going to be doing a live stream every morning about altered carbon. And if you don't want to do the live stream, it's going to be at 12 central every day. The, we're going to be doing the actual watch with the patrons at 11 AM. And we're going to be doing the, um, 11 a.m. What time zone? Now? Central. 11 a.m. Central. Okay. And then noon Central, uh, we will be doing the live streamed podcast, which will be turned into Bingers Assemble episodes every day. So if you don't want to take part in this like 11 to 1 o'clock ish live stream every day, 
um, you can just join, you can just watch the shows and every day we're going to be dropping a podcast. So it just kind of, kind of encourages everybody to watch this together at the same time. If you haven't seen Alter Carbon or if you have, and you just want to do a rewatch with us because we're all looking for stuff to do such an, an insane number of people have lost their jobs, not to mention all us contractors who've lost, lost work. But on, on top of that, a ton of people are staying home and working from home. And it's just like so many people at home needing, needing content to ease these long days. So we're trying to assemble and be there for you. So come check it out. Uh, and we are the MCU cast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, Facebook, all those places. Call us at 573-CAST-MCU or go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash mcucast. Um, and we'll be doing all that cool stuff for the Stranded Panda patrons this week. So, yeah. All right, guys. We'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Peace.